This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly dilly and you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, everybody? JP here, and I am here with an awesomely cool guest. He's a psychedelic warrior. He's a hell of an artist. And in his time was a hell of a professional wrestler, Dave Cole. Dave, how is it going? It is going great, especially after a uh, pretty amazing week of wrestling. Yeah, man, you got to. Did you take it all in? I know you were out in New York and New Jersey for the weekend. Yeah, um, so I, I went in on Thursday, um, and I got to see four, four different shows that day um, in Jersey at the White Eagle. Um, the GCW blood sport shows with uh, like Frank Mir and Dan Severn. Um, and then uh, AIW out of Ohio did an amazing show and interspecies wrestling also did an amazing show. So um, started it off right. And uh, I watched NXT with some childhood friends and, uh, and then Saturday was the big one at the garden, man. That's, you got to see some childhood friends. In oh, that, yeah. In NXT. I mean, not really childhood, oh, but yeah. not far off. <laughs> not for sure. You know, you, and... you, I don't know if people know, like, they know you do the art, and, uh, I mean, they know you did, like, Beyond Wrestling and stuff around here, but you were around for a long time. I know, and I, uh, I, I always want people to know that about me, because I, I just, I, I loved wrestling, or being in ring, I mean, I, I'll always love wrestling, but being in ring, I, I'll always have a passion for that, and I feel like I I was pretty good at some points, and um, I I got to wrestle a lot of really fantastic wrestlers and wrestle a lot of different places, and I felt very fortunate as a wrestler. Um, but as a, I guess that comes to an end eventually for everybody. Yeah, now, but see, here's the thing: is you did you say you crossed you crossed over? But here's the thing: is like back when you were you were down in Connecticut. Yep. I'm, I was up in Boston. I was up in Mass. And I, you know, I would help set up the shows and do security or whatever for a few of them. Yep. You guys, not many people came up as close as the two states are. Like, you didn't cross from Connecticut to Rhode Island to Boston. But you you guys did. You, you were part of the Canadian superstars back then. Yeah, and, and I, I owe Busta a lot of credit for that, honestly. You guys were like the first kind of ones to kind to really bring it over because there was like 
it was very clicky between the states for some reason. And I think you guys kind of, if you guys didn't break that for everybody, you guys at least started to that, break that's, the ice uh, on that. That's awesome that you say that because I never really thought about that. Um, and uh, yeah, you're right. Like you know, Connecticut has their their guys. Their um, I mean, when I was growing up in Connecticut, watching like uh, Assault Championship Wrestling, and um, I don't even really know who else was around, but you know, the Connecticut guys were the Connecticut guys. Yeah. And um, I but Buster really, I mean, he helped me out getting around um, when I first trained and uh he was already kind of making his way around everywhere and he got hurt a little so he needed a tag team partner and that's kind of how i we we connected and we ended up uh, i i loved being a tag team we i thought we were we were different the the canadian gimmick was just outrageous at points um and uh yeah i love teaming with busta you guys got a lot of heat and it was easy <laughs> Or it seemed, yeah. you guys made it seem easy, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I was, the the, uh, the foreign gimmick definitely helps, you know. But you guys had like up. I was, you know, NECW, PWF, whatever, and like you guys had Brian mm-hmm. Cairo with you there, and I could yeah, remember God. like fans going after you guys. Um, they, they never went to this extent in Massachusetts, but when we were uh, teaming out in Ohio, um we had people chase us out of a, a building once like they were so mad like uh i couldn't believe you know people could still get to that point but uh randy was really good at pissing people off <laughs> <laughs> in and out of the ring <laughs> yeah yeah for sure. uh, uh, but now you you just brought up ohio and you guys started going out there in my eyes so basically from an outsider looking in that was where your career really kind of took a turn and progressed a lot. Yeah, um, that's a. Um, thank you for noticing that. That was um, so. Me and Busta went out there and we did good. We we had some memorable feuds with uh, Faith and Nothing, who's uh, this guy Ricky Saint Page, who's he's been CZW champion. He's uh, just at his first big tour of uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling. He's and I used to backyard wrestle with this guy, so um, so we went from backyarding in Ohio to having a really classic feud out in Ohio, and then um, now we're both kind of doing our single thing. But um, and then me and Buster just kind of we just went our separate ways. I think it was time. I think we I was ready to see if I could do it on my own, um, and that that was important to me just to just to prove myself I could do it yeah. on my own. Um, and uh when i was out in ohio that's kind of when i um when i won the championship i was still kind of doing the canadian gimmick and i wanted to figure out how to show myself for myself and not rely on something else um and i just kind of like started like almost like a loose cannon type vibe to myself with my uh craziness and just being a lot more intense and uh almost like um, when I won the championship, it like just turned me crazy, almost like Bob Backlund. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that developed into the psychedelic warrior, which is just pretty much an extension of who I am in normal life. Yeah, I think that I, from what I see, especially with like your art, that really fits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, where, like so, th- now, your artwork is your main focus now. 
like wh- mm-hmm. when did that start? How long have you been drawing? <sighs> drawing my whole life. Um, and I, I never focused on, well, when I was younger, uh, around like nine years old, I would go to like a WWE access or whatever it was called back in the day. Um, and I, I would draw wrestlers, um, just copying out of like WWE magazine or, um, and just have, have like the undertaker sign them and stuff. I've got some old autographs on some original drawings of my stuff. Um, and then as I grew up and went to college, I never focused on wrestling art. It just like, I was focused on other stuff. And, um, and then one day it hit me. I was like, man, I love wrestling. I, I don't see much like just original paintings and stuff. Like, why don't I do that? And, um, it, yeah, since that moment, I, was, I love both. So why not do it? I'm not an art guy at all, but I own a few, yeah. I own one of your prints. I have the Wu Tang Clan uh, Ric Flair. Okay, uh, that, yeah, that was I like it, man. I I can remember when because that got stolen from you, not stolen yeah, from it, you. Well, sort of stolen from you. Like people. Well, were, yeah, many many people actually did steal that, <laughs> um, but they also stole the idea and kind of made it their own. But uh, yeah, that's that, that that's the art world, you know. I, I expect it. I can remember every time I would see someone selling that T-shirt online, just tagging you on it on Facebook, so you be so you would see it, and, and, and it, it got tiresome. That was great. But now Wu Tang Clan actually used that at one point, right? Yeah, they uh, I'm, uh, they didn't contact me or anything, but I mean, uh, they used it as like their profile picture to promote like a upcoming tour for a little while. Uh, How awesome was it, that? it's so great and like that that just inspired me to like really like realize i could um just get these people's attention people i looked up to for a really long time and it it gave me confidence to kind of approach people nowadays and uh, approach bigger companies and just musicians that i like just and just throw it out there and show my style and some some people may love it some people it might not be up their alley but if I don't put it out there, I'll never know. So um, that that was a big moment for me. It just gave me some more confidence. No, that's that's uh, like that picture is. I keep it. It's in my room. I have I have a frame that I have our logo in, and I'll slide in that yep. every once in a while, and I, I kind of rotate them. <laughs> nice, and it's because nice, uh, that's awesome. That. Yeah, but now you. you do a lot of like the a lot of your artwork is kind of like the crossover type of stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you've done. I know uh, a lot of Simpsons wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah, Simpsons, uh, video games. Um, what What inspired your mind to like just cr- do the crossover stuff like that? Because like, I don't know. Like everybody in the history of time has heard Ric Flair woo and yeah. has seen the Wu Tang symbol, but no one thought to put them together. Yeah, just uh, you know, combining my interests and in those, those are two things that maybe aren't, aren't in my brain all the time, but at, at some points in my life, you know, who saying was uh, one of my favorites and I, I casually listen to them from time to time now, but they ain't um, nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Right. You know, Rick Flair ain't nothing to fuck with either. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, just, you know, combining interests and trying to like find just, something unique for me to focus on and things I was passionate about things, something I would like, I wouldn't mind working on constantly 
to try to make an, a little extra money. Um, you know, and I, I had a full-time job back then too, when I first started re- focusing on wrestling art. So I was only doing it sparingly when I had the time. Um, and compared to now it's my, it's my full time. Um, yeah, the 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 evolution from that point to now has been incredible. That is... So the art the art is your full time job at this point. Yeah, yeah. That um, is awesome. So only only for um, this past year. So because um, when I was I just moved to Denver six months ago, about or seven months now. Um, and uh, so when I was in Connecticut, I still had a, a part time job. I was still relying on that um so yeah. i was um still doing art a lot more but i still was relying on something else um and now when i moved to denver this past year um to follow my girlfriend's job um i i i didn't have a job because i moved away from the one i had so i was like right. let's just try this out and it's uh i think the amount of focus and work i've put into it has just it's turned into something I can sustain for now. Well, now you're also doing like ring canvases, right? Yeah. And, um, and that started just, you know, for beyond wrestling, um, very okay. casually once, once a year I was doing it for their big events. And, um, that kind of steamrolled the same way. Uh, GCW saw that, um, game changer wrestling and they've been, they've been, a huge part of my uh, growth and I, I owe a big shout out to them. Um, they helped uh, get a lot of eyes game changer turned into impact wrestling and then impact turned into um, new Japan, which turned into the garden show, which is, wow. uh, it's still unreal to me. Like I, I, it hits me oh. in waves where I'm like, I can't believe that like that happens. Like, uh, man. So you got uh, you did the canvas yep. for the first show at Madison Square Garden that was not WWE, WWF, whatever. Right. That was it. Wound up like being headlined by a couple of New England guys. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I like know. you, you know, New England kind of owned that arena. That because I mean you had, you know, you had Brian Malonis with the pre-show and the uh, yep. the Battle Royal. You had the the kingdom later on, like, yeah. and then Dave Cole drawing the canvas. Like, was I, uh, it? Did you get to? You went to the show, obviously, and got to check that out. Yeah. So, um, I actually have a funny story about how it came to be. Um, so, I, I did the canvases for the New Japan shows down in North Carolina and Tennessee, um, and that was my first experience and working with them um and then and then i knew msg was on the horizon but i just like i didn't think it was a possibility it it just seemed so still far out of my reach even though i had done this first canvas for them um so i i started typing an email one day and i i I didn't send it i just like I, i just couldn't get the balls to do it um and then one morning I woke up and I, I started retyping it again. And as I was retyping it, they sent me an email asking me to do the canvas for, for Madison Square Garden. And I, and I was just like, what are the odds that that would happen? Right. Um, and that just like, that's when I was, I just got really focused. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. I'm going to make this happen. 
That is that's amazing. And like and, where your career yeah, was going, you could have. England... Sorry, go on. You could have been there. The the way your career was going, like honestly, like you became a standout. You became somebody who, I mean, the younger kids here were start, were looking up to you at that at the. Yeah, I know, and uh, you know, so I, like the fact that you're still around for them, I think, is amazing. And that, and that's a a big thing for me is I I feel like my in ring career was headed in that direction. I was I was getting you know extra looks on, on for WWE. I was kind of the path was just rolling. It was kind of moving in the right direction. And then when I broke my leg, I feel like I was at like the high point of my career, and it. It just never. I could never regain the, that momentum after my leg injury. It just, um, and that was really hard to admit because I felt like I <laughs> was just kind of reaching the point where I might break out. Um, and uh, it's just hard to kind of admit that you can't go that hard anymore. Um, so, it, it just with head inju- head injuries too were really kind of messing with me. I, you know, I was getting at after matches i'd be like vomiting in the back you know it, it yeah that's it, it was just getting to the point where i just knew i i should for my health kind of yeah. calm down with it and and with the art kind of picking up too it just kind of like it was a natural progression into the art yeah and like you stayed around shows you know it wasn't like <laughs> you, i mean if anything that probably made it harder for you but it's better to do what you did and walk away mm-hmm. while you could still walk, while you were still alive, while you still had your mind. Yeah. You know, then um, to risk any of that, and you and don't like know a, what a, the future a, brings. Amazing Red retired recently. Um, I don't know if you watched the video that he posted about it, but uh, he basically said the same thing I was saying. And, like, Red's done a lot in this business. He achieved a lot of his goals. Um, same thing with me. I, I achieved a lot of my goals, but when it's really affecting your health and you're thinking about your future, you have to stop eventually. So like there just has to be a line you draw where, you know, if you're constantly getting injuries and it's affecting outside of wrestling your whole life, it's uh, you just have to suck it up and say, I got to do something else. I got to focus on another portion of the business, whether it's art or training or anything. The, the art is definitely, man, it's, uh, you, you have a very unique path into how you got to where you're at in, yeah. you know, where you're at is, is a very unique spot. And that's, I mean, that's sort of a good thing. You want to be different in pro wrestling and geez, Dave, I don't know anyone else that's doing what you're doing and being successful at it. So thanks. I, I've, I've wanted I, I think it's a, a really cool story, just the transition, and uh, I, you're you're the first person I've kind of had to talk to about it. So I I really appreciate um, you being able to even talk about this. It's it's great. Well, like cause like I said, I have the Ric Flair picture. Like I, we talk about you all the time. Like I'll you know because <laughs> me and Josh, when we do this, we do it through Skype, and we have no one else can see the video, but we're videoing mm-hmm. with each other, and I'll just always point to the picture, and then we'll bring we'll bring up you and <laughs> yeah you know this story's like i don't know i gotta throw matt west under the bus matt, <laughs> matt wanted to rib you for years and just have nobody because when you were doing the canadian superstars you used to sing yeah. the canadian national anthem and you always got cut off by whoever the good guy was yeah, yeah. 
and Matt was not going to send someone out. Matt, that was Matt. Matt wanted to not send somebody out and see how long you could go. <laughs> I feel like he really delayed it one time, maybe, and then like just like really left me hanging. But then it didn't let me. He eventually uh, hit somebody else in the music, but. <laughs> That was a great feud too. I we had yeah. a, a pretty long standing feud culminating in that crazy match with like the thumbtacks and everything. Yep. Yeah, that and was I, I mean, they brought I Dave Padula back, back, right? But did, what was that? Did they bring Dave Padula back in for one of those matches too with you guys? Yeah, yeah, I feel like uh and then was... I did, I haven't I haven't thought of Dave in a while. Wow. Yeah, I think I if I remember, because that was like around when I started coming around, and you guys yeah, were, because yeah. Kyle was wrapping up again. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. And I think that was right when I, like, that was, yeah, you guys did a lot. Yeah. Um, you guys. That, and, that, that was big for us in New England, too, as a team, because we, we got just, I think that was kind of one of the first places that really, like, focused on us, um, and gave us a shot with the titles, and um, we were, we were there for a while, yeah. And there was 300 people in that armory every month. Yeah, no, I know. I, mean? I was... love wrestling that place. That, that was that was fun. That was like a really hot period for them. Yeah, that was it was cool. That was it was. Yeah. But we you guys still around? Um, yeah, oh, just well, the whole... a lot. A lot of the New England standouts. Yeah, that was a, a lot of guys were just like at their prime. Yeah, Walters. You had yeah, handsome Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it, it's a wild scene, Johnny, with the War Raiders, and like, it's so man, cool. I, I wrestled him so many times, just in like Elks lodges and yep. all over. Um, you look and, at them, and like him, Sasha, Kofi yep. wasn't along. Sasha and Kofi weren't around here for too too long, and I feel nah, like everybody knew the them. Kofi got signed real quick because I think people just saw that he was going to be a star. Yeah, well, yeah. I think he had everything, and obviously, you look yeah. where he's at now. I know, right? I'm watching. But, I'm watching him as we oh, speak right now. <laughs> incredible! That, that brought, and I didn't know Kofi. Like I could talk right. to you guys. I was always cool with you and Buster. I was all, you know what I mean. There was certain people I was always good with. Kofi, I'd yep. say hello to, shake his hand, but I didn't know him. But like, yep. that, that brought tears to my eyes watching that because I knew what that meant. Oh yeah, no, it it. It brought tears to everybody's eyes. I was with it. Was just one of those, like that's that's a wrestling moment right there. And Wabid, Wabid's just where he's been. His yeah, his injuries Especially and what after he's injuries been and stuff. I was just you know worried he would just never get a shot. Um, and it's I'm it's so awesome to see what he's doing. He's got he got such great responses too. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and but I mean the stuff you the, like back to you with the art. Like, how can people yep. reach Dave Cole? Like, if someone wants to get a canvas done, or somebody wants to, where can they see like your artwork? Um, you know, I'm all over the internet. I got all my social media. I went by the started going by the nickname Davy Painting. Um, so on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Davy Painting, and um. I work with high spots now, kind of. So for wrestling companies, if they go to high spots and they're talk to them about getting a new canvas, um, okay, they could see my art through there. And uh, the DaveColeDojo.com is my website where <laughs> everybody could place commission orders and stuff like that. 
There needs to be a real Dave Cole dojo. <laughs> I, it's uh, it's honestly been on my mind uh, just since I can't go 100% as an in-ring competitor. I, I'd love to train a new uh, generation of kids on being, you know, safe workers kind of, but also people that could stand out with a character and stuff. Uh, I think that's really important nowadays, especially with the, the pace people go in the ring. Um, yeah. It's, safety is number one, I think, to maintain a long career, especially. Yeah. It's, uh... so, so maybe that's not out of reach, but uh, my art is that, you know, I, I kept saying MSG is the coolest thing I'll ever do. And then I started thinking maybe MSG is the start of just like bigger things I will do. Right. Um, so I'm trying to focus on that and not use that as a, a ceiling, but use it as a, a trampoline to jump off into bigger things. Well, I mean, if you're on high spots, if people can get your the custom canvases off of high spots, I mean, mm-hmm. and you're already working with New Japan in the U.S., like why not get something over in Japan? Why not? I you know. know. You know? I'm, I'm NXT I like UFC that. UFC has to repaint their freaking canvases all the time because they're always changing sponsors. Yeah, oh, that's a good. I never see that, and that's something I never even really thought about. Like you know, other canvases like like UFC or uh, Bellator or yeah, uh, whatever the fight companies are. They have to do them all the time because it's. I mean, I don't want to give away trade secrets, but what do you? Is it just like a a silk screening type of ink that you're using, or is it a um just a regular mm-hmm. ink? No, I use a, a paint, um, various paints. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what looks best on camera. Sometimes um, I, I don't want something that's going to be like shining or reflecting. Um, and actually, um, somebody told me one of the Ring of Honor guys. He said that they, they prefer wrestling on the hand painted canvas like I do because when they silk screen it or whatever they whatever they've done in the past, I don't know how what the process was, but um it would be slippery. So, you know, the people were slipping okay. and twisting their legs. Um but the way the way I hand paint it, it like soaks into the canvas kind of. Yeah. Um and uh it's been it's that's much better for wrestler safety. So I realize that that's a big positive and um I you think that to- helps you ought to get that, but whoever that was, get some, get a few people to do like testimonials for it that have got people right. that have bought it, but people who've also that have wrestled in them, you know. So this this past month was the most the canvases have ever really <laughs> been. Um, I, I did six of them, and it, it really got me thinking. Like, okay, I need to like focus on this aspect of my art more, and um, really, I because I think I'm like the one of like the only people who in like the world that like hand paints it at like this level. Um, and I've never really been able to say that about anything. So I, I want to, I want to show people I'm a unique artist. You know, I want, I want to prove, prove that to myself and to others that I, I'm a top artist. Uh, I have a lot to learn. I'll always have a lot to learn, but I feel like I got something unique and I want to like, I just want to ride the wave while I can. Yeah, I mean it's. I think you got a long wave ahead of you. You're like, thank like you, you said. Thank you. Is other people are going to inevitably start doing it, but they're not going to be you. They're not going to be the first. They're not going to be the guy right. who one like so. 
wrestling business is political, and you know a lot of people. Yep. And I think that's gonna, you know, you're gonna you're making more connections now in doing this, like you said, like Game Changer, and you know, through yep. Beyond, and that led to this, and that led to that, and you know, all of a sudden you're an MSG. Like that's just so other people are gonna have to make those connections. And right. Yeah. Not gonna... So I'm I'm a little ahead of the curve. Um, and like you said, I know you know people will follow in my footsteps eventually. Um, no. But uh, I'll, I'll just keep the. I'll have to do something fresh and new, you know, just like the Ric Flair. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. enough people started stealing it. Where I was like, okay, that 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 kind of idea is dead. And I, I still sell pins here and there, but like I've moved on to other things. And yeah, I think I'm smart enough to kind of keep coming up with new things and. Uh, as long as I can feed myself, you know, I'm I'm a happy man. Now, do you still do like the crossover stuff? Um, not so much anymore. You know, the Funko Pops actually, like that. Yeah, I wanted to... a huge portion of my time, um, and I I have a lot of fun doing those, uh, and I get to kind of do show my art in a different way. Um, so it kind of breaks up. Like if I'm doing paintings or canvases, I kind of get not bored, but it's, I like doing something different to kind of, uh, just freshen my brain up a little. And the Funkos, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, those were something you just kind of did as a hobby and were like almost giving to the people that you were doing, that you were doing them of, right? Yeah. Um, somebody brought them to, brought like a blank one to me one day and I had never even heard of them. Um, and they were just like, Oh, I see you paint. So I, I thought maybe you'd paint something on this. Um, so I just did one, not thinking anything of it. And, um, somebody was like, Oh, I'll give you 40 bucks for that or whatever. And it still like, wasn't even in my head that I was going to do it consistently as part of my art career. But, uh, that's something else that just kind of steamrolled and people saw that I did them in a unique way. And I was doing guys that weren't available commercially through Funko. So, um, it kind of, allows me to just make things that may never be a reality, like a, a crazy death match wrestler or something. There's probably never going to be a Funko of that, but right. I can make that a reality. That is that. I mean, I'm not a, I have a couple, I have a handful of Funkos. Yeah. I'm not a huge collector. I'll, if I see one, I like, I'll buy it, you know? Yeah. Um, but like the one you were doing, like I was looking through today and like, I know people are probably going to hate on me for liking this or maybe hate on you for making it, but, like, the Fred Durst one is incredible. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was, I, I was so happy when somebody, like, uh, sent me an email about doing that because uh, I am I normally do the wrestling ones, and uh, I like stepping out of the box sometimes, and the fact that it was, like, Fred Durst made it was even funnier. And I, I like the challenge of, like, really trying to, like, find parts that work and kind of making the character fit their personality and stuff so those are, those are always fun to do now you did a couple of finn balor too i think right uh i, I feel like i've done more finn balors than anybody at this I point mean, actually how cool was it to see the demon come out at wrestlemania so cool and i think that was like one of his uh cooler paint jobs uh it yeah like, it was it, had, it just had a lot of elements with like the wrestlemania sun uh the demon on his back it was, it was cool 
the face I thought was very subtle. And then I was like, I was kind of like, eh. and then when I saw the whole thing, I was like, Oh right. my God. Like it, the, yeah, the, the face was a little more subtle. You're right. I had to take the, uh, I had to take the whole piece in to really kind of appreciate it. And that's usually how his, the demon yeah. art has been in, even back in like the new Japan days. It was like, not the face, not being so subtle, but just it being the whole piece that you had to appreciate. I knew cause me and you yeah. talked about that. I think, I think probably at uh, some little wrestling marathon thing. Yeah, <laughs> we won't even um, get into that. But we <laughs> I, we had talked about Balor at that, so I knew you were a big fan of him, and I I, I appreciated the demon coming out at Mania. Yeah, uh, and Finn, Finn's been a a big supporter um, when he first came around to NXT. I I was just really into the whole character and everything. Um, I was doing a ton of t-shirt designs and stuff, and uh, I was supposed to do um, his demon paint for the show, the first NXT road show in Philadelphia. Um, we, we had been in contact and I was supposed to, um, you know, airbrush the body paint on, but I didn't have an airbrush machine. So it just, uh, it didn't pan out, but Finn's, he always retreats my stuff. He, he's a great guy. Um, That's awesome. I owe a lot to, I owe a lot to him. Were you around the little while he was around here? Yeah, um, we worked a couple shows. I I want to say it was Marathi's shows. Um, I maybe I'm wrong on that, but when he when he came in um, with Fergal Devitt, yeah. as Fergal Devitt, um, he might have came in with Mikey Nichols. I think he even, yeah. Who, who was that? Was that they who did was? a they did an NECW show together. Okay, um, and yeah. that was. So he had his little run here when he first came over. Then he went over, He went out to the dojo, and yep, uh, yep. he had gone to Japan, and he came back here with Mikey. Okay, okay. That's, um, I, I remember Mikey coming around, too. Um, yeah. Mind. Mikey's doing big things now, coming out of NXT, and he went back, went to New Japan. Um, so that's cool to see. He's yeah, come a long way, too, from that point. Well, like those guys, because they... They did what you did. Like you took the jump from here to Ohio, not knowing mm-hmm. what the hell was in Ohio, and they took yeah. the jump. You know, Fergo coming coming from Ireland to here, and not knowing yeah. what's going to come. I think Mikey kind of had an idea because uh, it was he came a little while after, but he um they made it, it work. Yeah, and you know, I think Fergo had an idea of where he. I think. He had an idea of where he was going. I think the dojo had already called him, but he started on the East Coast and worked his way over. Right. So it's... Um, yeah, it's wild to see that progression. Yeah. You, I mean, with him, you kind of knew what was going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it no, did, he's always had that something about him. If he if it didn't, they missed a ball somewhere. and that I mean, they miss a lot of balls. Yeah, they they catch a lot, but there's only so many, so many to be played, you know. <laughs> yeah, a couple of grocery legs. But yeah, it's um. So the amount of guys that like, so you was actually gonna do his artwork, huh? Yeah. Um. And <laughs> uh, now that he's traveling so often, it's a it's a little harder to kind of yeah. get opportunities like that. But uh, uh, we still stay in contact. Um, I would. Yeah, he, he's a, a great guy, it, and it's cool. Like most of those guys that are traveling around now are 
New England natives like Biff and uh, yeah. Drew Gulak and and guys that wrestled in Beyond for so long, and I really got to know. Um, yeah, but so, it, so every time they come out, it's just extra special. I've you know I've never been to a Beyond show. <laughs> Interesting. I was I was one of those people in the beginning who I didn't like the idea of the no fans. Yeah, but like what he's done with that. And I mean, so many people have come out of there. He's he's either knows something that we don't know, or <laughs> he just has an incredible eye for talent. And I I, I got to give him credit at this point. Yeah, um, and the, and the, the no fans thing has kind of like fallen to the wayside. Yeah, with 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 the growth of Beyond, and I think if anything, it it just helped. Even if it was in a negative light, in some ways, it it helped people notice beyond um and the you know drew the owner of beyond he's he's tried different things over the years and uh i think that's kind of what's just helped them kind of stand out a little and uh they just um cracked a million subscribers on youtube that's which crazy. uh yeah it's, it's wild to see the growth um i and, think uh, that's actually more than wwe isn't it they're, I want to say on the list of like wrestling companies, they're maybe like number four or five, I think, which is still crazy for a uh, relatively small company out of New England, you know. Um, so yeah, that, that, their growth has been pretty wild, um, and just I think the Beyond fans are passionate, and when you're when the wrestlers wrestle in front of them, they really. Their 100% comes out, um, and I think that's why Drew has an eye for that talent. He could kind of spot guys who are really passionate, and Drew will, even if they're not noticed, he'll give them a chance to kind of prove that they should be noticed. Um, and I think that's the, the quality point of Beyond is recognizing talent that isn't on that level but potentially can be. I think what he's had the ability to do in actually it was it came from in my eyes from watching from the outside it came from him doing the the look my no fans mm -hmm. one i remember that website yeah. i wasn't a fan of it but i remember it it stuck out to <laughs> yeah, me but exactly. two he had everybody around the ring mm -hmm. and when that involved like the wrestlers yeah or the fans yeah. Well, it started out as the wrestlers. When right, that evolved right. to him selling tickets, now the fans are around the ring. And I mm -hmm. wasn't too sure on that at the beginning. I knew, obviously, it would be safe because you guys all know what you're doing in the ring. Yeah. But, and, um, hit before. <laughs> but it created like an ECW type of uh, feel. Like right. the, the fans are like a part of the show, you know? Right. And um, that that's what every company, whether they tell you that or not, has tried to do. Yeah, that electricity, that... Uh, In, yeah, how yeah there is. There's, there's just something about it. I don't know what the word is, but... Because that... Magic. The few Beyond shows that I've watched, and I will watch them online, um, you see the same fans front row every time. Yeah. Um, and, you know? Yeah. It's like the new uh, Green Lantern fans of the Hawaiian shirt guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, 
but they and, and they it, all have their thing. And it's cool. I saw uh, I saw a whole group of uh, the the Beyond regulars right outside of MSG, um, and when when seventeen thousand people are coming out there, it's funny. I ran into the people that I used to That's, see every week. Yeah. That's now how how was the um. Give me an idea of how the feel was in MSG. Like, what was the... Oh, man. So, was it bananas? Uh, I, like, part of me almost refused to believe that they were going to use the canvas until I got in there and saw it. Like, I, I thought maybe it would... I don't know. It got held up in the mail or anything. Like, it just... I didn't believe it until I was in there. Um, and then the opening match was the Battle Royal. Um <laughs> And uh, so Liger comes out, who I just got tattoos on my body not that long ago. Um, and then out of nowhere, Great Muda comes out, and like they're squaring off one on both on one side of my hand painted logo. Which like the the important thing is like that was so much work for me. Like these canvases are not easy to do, and like I. I worked through migraines. I just like worked through the night. Like I put so much effort into making them the best I could be and to see like Liger and Muda standing in the middle of Madison square garden. Like it, it, that's, that's the moment when I, like, it hit me and like, I lost it. I just like started crying. Um, and, uh, after that, I just, I took it all in, in a much happier way, but, uh, just like it, it it felt like a culmination of like everything I've ever done. Uh, yeah. Here's something too. That was, that was Muda's first time wrestling an MSG. I see. I didn't even know that either. I, he'd never uh, wrestled for WWF. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know? And like the fact that he was on unadver- advertised and like the, yeah. uh, the video screen was blocked from my view. Um, so like, I, I couldn't even tell who it was at first. And then I saw his face pop up on the, on one of the side screens. And like, I like lost it. I was just like freaking out. I was like, this, this isn't real. Like, <laughs> uh, so put that, put that into perspective. The first time the great mood wrestled at Madison square garden, yeah. he was on your canvas. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, how, uh, like what, like what else is there yeah. on your bucket list? <laughs> you know? I know that's, that's the thing. That's why I, I was really saying, I was like, well, like, h- how do I top this? I was like, um, but, uh, and then, uh, Kevin Kelly on the broadcast, I, I still haven't seen this. Um, but, uh, I got a million text messages when it happened, but Kevin Kelly gave me a shout out for doing the canvases that's awesome. um, on the, on the broadcast. Um, so that was, that was awesome. That was really kind of him. Um, I, but I, I thought it added a unique element to the the the, his, the history of the show. So I emailed him about a week ago about it, and uh, he didn't reply to my email. So I thought he didn't see it, or he just didn't think it was a good idea to do the shout out. But um, he did it, and that that really meant a lot to me. I owe him a huge thanks. That is awesome. That uh, yeah, because I mean I don't know what their buy rate was, but you know everybody heard. TV painting that heard it so. right, yeah. So it is. It was a good weekend, you know. I I brought tons of pins and oh. business cards to hand out. I just and just the weekend in general. That many wrestling fans, it creates such a cool energy yeah. and people that are so passionate about it. It's uh, 
I, it was an amazing weekend. It recharged my love for something I already loved a lot. I had taken the weekend off, and I just never booked nothing. I was going to go down and then just play it by year on what shows I checked out. Because, honestly, right. like I didn't I didn't have to see Mania live. And I wouldn't no. have wanted to pay that. I would have, you yeah. know, I, I'm going to watch it regardless. But, um, but I would, like, the G1, I would have liked to have checked out and... I know mm-hmm. Fury. I would have liked to have gone down and bought a ticket for Fury off of Fury for his show. And uh, there's there's um, too many shows, like too many yeah. overlapping shows. I couldn't see everything I wanted. That's uh, but next year I've already talked to like I have guys that do our t-shirts. Um, mm-hmm. I've already talked to them, and I think we're gonna go down to Tampa as a group. So yeah, that was my first Mania weekend, uh, and I it was it was a lot. Like I was exhausted after the first day, um, but. It, I left there extremely happy and with so many memories that it, it was definitely worth it. I did wrestle. I went to Houston for 25. Okay. And I didn't do a whole lot. I, um, I stayed with a kid with one of, uh, Booker T students. So we okay. did security for like his, his version of WrestleCon. Uh, I forget what he called it, but had a lot of big people there and I got to meet a few guys and it was cool. And then we just did the fan access and the mania. It wasn't back then. It wasn't like it is now with is so many big shows. For sure. Yeah. No, that, that only started in the past couple of years. Um, and it's really, it's really picked up. It's almost like a given now that there's going to be a ton of shows. Yeah. And because it's, it only makes sense. Yeah. With, for you sure. know, you get so many wrestling fans there. Why would you not, if you're someone, if you're a promoter anywhere near there, yeah. Why would you not run something? And like yeah, Game Changer, logical not to. I don't know what Game Changer's houses were like, but I know their promotion was awesome. Yeah, all those shows were sold out. At least the GCW ones, um, the Spring Break shows, <laughs> and and they offer such a like diverse cast of characters on those shows. That uh, th- those were really awesome. If you get a chance to watch those in any way. Um, they had a guy with no legs that, you know, um, yeah. How so, is that? Because I've actually heard he's pretty good. He, I, I had never seen this guy. I had never heard of him. I had never come across him on Twitter. Um, and I wasn't at the show. I, I, okay. I that show was Friday, Friday night. Um, and, uh, I was watching NXT with my friends, but, uh, I, I saw clips and, he was doing kind of like springboard four fifties and like, <laughs> like he did a, he did a six one nine, like, and and you know, he, he, uh, Cody Rhodes and the young bucks, like immediately booked him just based off this one gif of him doing the, the six one nine and stuff. And, uh, is that right? And that's like the, that's like the magic of Joey, uh, in the spring break and that whole crew of GCW. They, they just, they love the uniqueness of wrestling and they represent it in pretty much every way possible. Um, Brett Lauderdale, Danny, Danny DeMonto, Joey Janela, they're all kind of mad geniuses when it comes to things like that. Well, they're all guys, it's all the guys you just named have all been around. I think Janela's probably the, the one that's been around the least. And even he's been around for, yeah, you know, over 10 anyway. I, I I love Joey's it's, story. And Joey really just pretty much put his life into wrestling and was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna get noticed," you know. And it it took a lot. It took a lot of a lot of bodily damage, a lot of risk. Yeah. But uh, yeah. 
but, jumping but now off the roof of buildings. Yeah, but you know, and that's—I remember watching that, and it made me cry because I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe!" Like, he, you know, he—the he, guy broke his back. Zandig broke his back on that. Like, it was a crazy yeah. spot. Um, but uh, now, now he's turned it into like being able to book these amazing shows and you know wrestle a more regular style. Um, so it paid off, and I—I I give yeah. anybody credit that's gonna take a risk and whatever way it may be to achieve their dreams because it's, it's not easy. you got to stand out in some way. And here's the thing with wrestling is, like, r- right now, I think 10 or 15 years ago, your dream had to be WWE. Right. Now your dream doesn't have to be WWE. Your dream could be uh, CZW or GCW right. or, you know what I mean? And you can, there's guys that uh, travel around make a living on the indies that, I don't want to say they don't want to be signed, but mm-hmm. don't have to be signed. You yeah, know, you, that's a good point to make. You're making a living right now. You're not signed, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. And it's, you don't need to be. You're living, you're living your life. You're living your dream. You're working in the wrestling business full time. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's like, I think that's given so many wrestlers and artists and even you know you doing security or any i think it's given everybody a chance to like realize like if i want this there's enough companies out there like you know you can make it happen like it's it's going to be difficult but like if you really want it you know we're we're all in this together that's that's what i realized this this weekend is like it, it doesn't take one person to make a company work or one wrestler it takes like everybody from security to commentary to people driving the wrestlers from the airport like it takes so many people and like it's such a magic thing because like if one of those things is off it doesn't work and like it just takes everybody coming together and working on the fly working on problems that come up like it it's a wrestling is such an amazing thing now out of this whole weekend out of wrestlemania weekend yeah. What was your like? What was your best moment? Was it seeing Muda come out, like realizing Muda was going to be in the ring? Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, and just I, I mean a combination of just seeing you know friends I haven't seen in so long, guys I used to wrestle with who were main eventing you know the AIW shows or. Um, I think just seeing the passion in everybody and like how, how much like my cheeks hurt from smiling after the end of the first day. Like that's it, awesome. it just creates such a good environment. I wish <laughs> as tiring as it was, I wish that could be like all the time, but, uh, you know, maybe yeah. someday there'll be multiple weekends of WrestleMania and wrestling shows. So, oh, I knows? hope, I hope not. It's going to get expensive <laughs> <laughs> and long and long. Yeah. And long. Like a, I, I even, like, I, I was up until the last minute contemplating going down, like, Saturday and just yeah. going for the day, jumping on a Greyhound and coming back that night, but I just couldn't bring myself to it. Yeah, no, I, uh, like I said, I was ready to go home after the first day, but... Because yeah. uh, I knew, well, here's I, the... Sh- I knew if I went down, I wasn't going to want to leave Saturday. Right, right. I was going to want to stay Sunday and at least tailgate in... Because yeah, the you're amount like, you're of here, people, might as well do something. Yeah, the amount of people I knew down there was crazy. So I can only, I can only imagine 
how many you knew and had to see and couldn't yeah, see. Oh, yeah. You know, it's um. I I, it, I didn't get to see everybody I wanted. Now was this like the? I know it was the busiest probably weekend or the busiest mm-hmm. couple of weeks painting the canvases. Was this the um? Would you say this was the best weekend in your art career or the best? Um. Yeah, I I don't see you know how as far as you know MSG and uh, just the and and I did the ring for the uh, the collective at the White Eagle too. I did the ring canvas, so that was you know that had so many different companies on my canvas and that tons of Japanese legends, UFC legends. So you know uh, I've been so focused on MSG, but when I think about the game changer um, venue, the, there was some extremely memorable stuff happening on that art. Um, so, yeah, I think overall, if anything, it um, it made me feel like I kind of took a next step in my art career. And I'm not, I'm never sure where that is headed with art. It's so unpredictable. I'm kind of, that's one of the hard parts is not worrying about the future because anything can happen. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm so focused right now. It's, I wake up every day thinking about how to make it work, how to show the world what I can do in different ways. Like, you know, just proving to even wrestling promoters that I'm a, I'm a good person. You know, like, you know, me personally, but new people don't. And it's, it's hard to maybe get people to take a chance on you sometimes. So it's a, it's an everyday hustle, but I've, I've never been happier and I've never been more focused on what I want and what I need in life. So, um, I'm, I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying. Now you're still, yes, you're on the East coast for a little while. Yeah. Are we going to, um, we're going to see videos of you at like the XWA or anything like that. Um, you know, beyond wrestling is tomorrow. They're, they started their weekly oh, show. Um, oh man, they got gangrel tomorrow. Yep, um, my my partner is flying in from the airport. She's flying in from Colorado for a concert we're going to um, on Thursday. So uh, it's a busy day tomorrow, but I um, I would love to make it up there and kind of make a surprise uh, showing up beyond. But uh, that's kind of going to be a last minute yeah. decision. That's and then yeah, back to Colorado got... next week and. Uh, yeah, back to business. Back, back to so you went from painting. I don't know what size you actually painted. Like when you did your your regular art, the, like what I call yeah. your crossover artwork. I don't know what size canvas you use, but I assume Those it wasn't small. a yeah. I assume it wasn't a twenty foot by twenty foot canvas. <laughs> no, not at all. Like how do Never. you do? You have to. Is that like something you have to do in like your backyard? So. I mean, I used to live in like a city. Um, I, I still live in uh, Denver's a pretty big city, but um, I so I would have to like take the canvas and like uh, bring it to like a basketball court or a flat surface of some sort where I could like fully lay it out, stretch it out as like flat as I could, and then you know kind of work on it in public, work on the design while while it's all laid out, and then. I bring it to like my living room and stack couches on top of each other and like 
fold up the canvas just so little pieces are peeking out. Like it's it, it's a it's a big thing. Like it it's not an easy thing. I uh, it, it's hard to make people even understand like how much of a hassle it is. But your girlfriend must I, love that. <laughs> yeah, dude, my girlfriend is a saint. I I thank her religiously for putting up with it, but it's only because she sees that. I want it so bad, and like, yeah. and cool. she, uh, luck, luckily, um, she's cool enough to help help me with that and not kill me when she comes home and after a long day of work and there's <laughs> couches stacked on top of each other. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's uh, safe to say after this weekend, Dave, you made it. Thank you, and uh, like, it's, it's been awesome talking about this i don't get too much so um, yeah it's it kind of it, it makes me realize you know I've, I've i've done a lot and i've worked hard it's um it's cool to see because like everybody in the world kind of saw what happened in the ring and like you're, right. you're sort of the unsung hero of that because like uh, you set when you get a custom canvas when you do a custom ring apron anything like that it sort of mm-hmm. sets your company aside, and like, if you're gonna be on TV or like now everything's on, uh, what's it, IndieWrestling.com and yep. uh, Powerbomb and that stuff. If you're gonna be on that, you don't want to just be another match on that when someone watches and looks and says, "Oh, it's AF Fox versus whoever." Like yeah. you want to say, "Oh, look, this one's game changer," or "Oh, look, it's Beyond Wrestling." And yeah. like the only thing that sets that aside is the canvases, really. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, you've, you've made such good points, um, and that that's another one of them. Is like it, with the the way how easy it is to access so many different companies these days. Like you need to do everything to stand out. Um, I, I actually just went and got a six pack of beer, and I was noticing like there's so many different types of beer. And, like, they all have these crazy art labels and stuff, and it's because, you know, like, you need to stand out in any possible yeah. way you can. Um, so uh, I'm I'm really focused on the canvases right now. I think it's a, a, a unique thing, and I need to kind of take it by the, the reins and steer it in a, uh, a bigger direction. I still think you should. I have our T-shirt, guys, uh, smart-mark.co.uk. I yeah. honestly think you should talk to them and whether you do like Funko pop art on the shirts yep. or you do some of your other artwork on the shirts. Like I, I think there's money being left on the table by not. Doing yeah. That. I, I'll, and, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go there right, right after uh, we get off the phone and uh, if you look, the, look at, yeah, check them out. And if you can't just tell them I sent you, yeah, and like the, it's they're up and coming, but they have a they're actually gonna start selling Funko Pops pretty soon on the website, I think. Oh, nice. So yeah. um, I mean, I'm I'm open to all new connections. I that's been so important too is even working with up and comers. Like uh, other people have great ideas, and you know, I, I I can't do this on my own. Sometimes I need a a pin maker or a t shirt company maker, you know, to work with me to make my ideas a reality so um you know meeting people is so important yeah and i mean that's like what we said earlier that's you know 
it's a huge advantage in wrestling when you're a good guy who is very talented and people are going to recommend you, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, you've seen, you know, you've I, seen that I'm first all about hand. you scratch my back. I scratch yours. I think that's, that's treat others how you want to be treated. I, I want people to help me. So I'll help people, you know? No. So you head back up to Canada next week, huh? <laughs> yeah, heading back up again. You are still a Canadian uh, superstar to me. <laughs> oh, always I, a superstar. So when I this is a fun, a quick funny story before we wrap up. But when I first mm-hmm. started coming around, and I knew you and Buster drove to shows. Yeah, and I said, "Geez, you guys leave right after the show," and you you guys were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll go right home." I really yeah. thought you guys were going up to Canada. <laughs> Dude, a lot of people. Did, nobody, though, like, nobody spotted me up for a yeah. couple of couple of months. Anyway, I, I think Buster was actually born in, in uh, Montreal, but uh, I, it was funny because I always looked at it like the uh, the FBI and ECW. You know, they yeah. they had a couple guys that clearly weren't Italian, and uh, yeah. we we never kind of pushed that. I always just kind of like dragged it along that I was Canadian, but. Uh, you know, I, I I have no Canadian uh, <laughs> blood in me. But Dave, it was it was great catching up. I Pete, guys, yeah, you guys man. need to check him out uh, at Davey Painting everywhere, right? That's Instagram yep. and Twitter. Uh, yep. Look at this artwork, and if you see something you like, if you beg him, he might sell you a copy. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, that's, um, like I said, I got the Ric Flair. Woo. I saw that one day and I was just like, I have to have this. I had to buy that off of you because Thank it was something that. that was just so crazy to me. And it's two things I love. It was like <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan to me is one of the best hip hop groups of all time. Yeah. And iconic. Ric Flair is Ric Flair. It's, I, I needed that. I think that's why it fit too. Like, I mean, if it wasn't somebody as iconic as Wu Tang, it it wouldn't have worked. Um, right. <laughs> right. Dude, that's... thank you so much for talking to me about everything. It, uh, I had a blast. Uh, yeah. Anytime you want to come on, Dave, you hit me up. And awesome. You got yeah, my well, the number I texted you from earlier. That's my that's my cell. So, anytime awesome. you get anything to. Uh, you need us to talk about it, whether you want to come on or not. Just send it to me, and we'll take care of it. Awesome. So, so you're, you you live in Montana now? No. So the other kid I do the show with does, but he has the yeah. he has the Skype with the call out option. So okay, oh, okay. No, I'm still in. I'm still up in. Uh, I'm actually about a mile from the old Quincy Armory. Oh, good, good, good. So, if only someone would run there again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someday. Yeah, that's that's funny watching because you watch some of the people that were fans at those shows, like Anthony Green. Yeah, doing he will be he's wrestling Gangrel tomorrow at Beyond, which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I think Caleb he just Sucks. signed with the. Yeah, he just signed with Evolve. Holy shit! Yep. Ag, yep. congratulations, man! I know. Congrats, AJ. Um, One of my favorite referees of mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a kid that did everything, and he did it yeah, all. really. From, like, day 10 or so, he did everything the right way. His first yeah. his first little while. But it was he was a little kid. Literally yeah. a little kid. But him and for Caleb sure. Seltzer. I don't know if you remember yep. Caleb. Caleb was, oh, yeah, Caleb, for sure. 
Caleb's running a company now and running pretty successfully. Oh, wow. Well, well, uh, what's, what's coming here? New England All-Star Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, uh, I just always had, see flyers and stuff. Yeah, he just had Jeff Jarrett in. Uh, he's got Bull James coming in next month. Nice. And he Bold may run. If, yeah, I've never met him, but I will. Yeah. I'll be there for yeah. Caleb. But if anybody's going to run the Omri, it's going to be Caleb at this point. Awesome. That that would be cool. Yeah, that's um, and it's funny just watching those two have come up. But, Dave, thank you so much. I won't take up any more of your time. It's always no, it's a pleasure. Been great. At yeah, Dave you, Painting. Dave. Congratulations on this whole weekend, man. Yeah. Uh, super uh, proud of you. Hopefully more to come. Yeah, oh, there will be. Your <laughs> outwork you, got seen you. by millions, so. I I appreciate everything, man. Dave, I'll talk to you later. Uh, Guys, thank you, Dave. we're out. Bye. Hey. All right, Dave, if you got anything else you need me to put over, just send it to me and I'll take care of you, bro.